0: Awesome. If you said the Bears and being here, you are truly special to God. We are so glad that you chose. Uh, Today actually is a really fun day. This morning, we didn't have our normal gathering times because uh, the Chicago Marathon runs not only right through the city, but runs right in front of our church. And it was so fun for us to be out celebrating, cheering on all the runners. And what you may or may not know is there's a ton of folks from Soul City Church that actually ran in the marathon today. In fact, we had... 46 runners from Soul City Church alone, and if you're here, if you stand up, if you ran today, if you can stand up, if you can stand up and cheer you on, you did it, dude, I saw you, stand up if you ran, if you can, if you can, all right, got a few of them here, well done, proud of you, others are, others are still in their ice bath as we speak, so it's so cool to see our church really rally around Team World Vision specifically as our partner that we have in the marathon. What's so fun is our church, just from our runners, sponsored forty-three kids uh, that are going to be provided with all that they need—education, clothing, food, everything they need—which uh, is so exciting. And then here's what's really fun: on top of all the sponsorships, uh, we alone as a church raised almost thirty thousand dollars for clean water in Africa. That's pretty amazing <laughs> that happened. That's why they run. That's why they run. That's why I'm out there, I am Chicago's cheerleader on Marathon Day, losing my voice, and I already lost it today, and I'm about to lose it again tonight as we move into even more and more time of worship. We are actually in week two of a series through uh, the course of October that we're teaching called After Words, and we're looking at prayer. We're looking specifically at prayer, and how do you pray, how do you talk to God when you don't know how or what to say? Maybe you're interested in prayer, but or interested even in a relationship with God, but prayer is what intimidates you. You're not quite sure what to say or how to say it, and maybe you're new to the whole thing or maybe you've been praying for a long time and you've kind of run out of words to say to God. So we're having a really honest look from teachings from the Bible, specifically about how we talk to God. And tonight we're going to look at a very important part of how we communicate and how we pray and how we talk to God, and that is this thing called worship. Tonight, we're having a night of worship, but I just want to spend a moment of it to just teach from the Bible about what is at the heart of worship. Because maybe you, you're kind of new to this whole thing. You've been doing it for a while. We never even stopped to try and understand what it's really all about. And when we come here on Sundays, worship is a vital part of what we do every time we gather. And all kinds of people come in with all kinds of expectations and all kinds of experiences with worship. And maybe you've been in here and you've seen people and they come, when they come to worship, they go hard when they go to worship. And maybe you've seen standing, maybe you're one of those people, I mean, they are raising their hands. They are high-fiving God as much as they can when they worship. If they could, raise both hands, they'll raise feet if they have to, like, they have come to worship. Maybe that's who you are and that's kind of your heart and your passion. It's a way of praising God. Maybe for you, though, that's new. That's different. That's foreign for you. And and maybe a big step for you is like for a song, you closed your eyes, and that was a really big deal. You know, or you kind of opened your hands up, but not so anyone would see. You're just letting your hands kind of open up a little bit. That's a a big deal, right? Or maybe all this stuff kind of feels a little weird or a little foreign to you. So that's why we want to talk about it before we continue on in our time of worship together tonight. Because worship is essential to a life with God. Worship is honestly one of the Uh, most natural and yet utterly weird things you can do. Because think about where else in your life do you gather with thousands of people and sing at the top of your lungs to an invisible God. There's just nothing else like it that you do in your life. Many of you cheer for your favorite team, you'll yell and you'll go off at a concert, but there's nothing like singing songs that you believe to be true to a God that you know is there. But if you don't understand kind of the why behind the what that we do when we worship, then you could potentially be missing out on a majorly transformational part of what it means to have a relationship with God. And you could come here every week and leave feeling like you've missed out and that you don't get it like everyone else seems to get it. So, I want to take a moment to just kind of explain just an aspect of worship to you as your pastor, because this is such an important part of our faith and our relationship with God. In fact, uh, Father Gerald Vaughn goes even farther to say this. He doesn't say it's just a part, he says worship is not a part of the Christian life, it is the Christian life. Worship is the Christian life. We worship God. We worship God for who he is and what he has done for us. That's at the heart of what worship is, is you and me deciding to worship God, to declare what God has done and who ultimately God is. And if all of that still seems a little confusing or you're not sure exactly how it all works, I just want you to take a breath for a moment. Actually, I I actually want you, this is not like one of those metaphorical pastor things. I actually want you to stop for a second. I want everyone to take in a big, deep breath for, for just a moment and then let it all out. All right, take in one more big breath, and then let it out. Now, if you understand the basic mechanics of breathing, you understand the heart of worship. If you understand the basic mechanics of breathing in and breathing out, then you really understand what is really at the center, at the heart of what it means to worship God. Because what worship is, is worship is... Breathing in the reality of God, taking it in, paying attention, being present with the power and the presence and the love of God. I breathe in. That's really what precedes my breathing out. As I breathe in, I go, God, I'm aware of your goodness in my life. God, I see your glory on display in creation. God, I see your hand at work in this moment in my life. God, I sense and feel your love for me through this relationship or this circumstance or just in this moment, God, for some reason I'm overwhelmed and aware of your love. And in that moment, you were worshiping without even maybe realizing it. When you stop and pay attention and breathe in and take in the reality of God in your life, but that's not all that worship is because worship is also breathing out. And when my lungs are filled and my life is filled with an awareness of the reality of God and his glory and his love for me, then I have to breathe that out. And that's also what worship is. Worship is breathing out, it's pouring out, it's declaring all that you have received from God. It's saying, God, I recognize you in this. God, I see this in your character. God, what the Bible says, and I can cognitively agree to in my mind, I now have experienced in my heart. And every time you name or declare the character or the goodness or the acts of God, you are worshiping God. And you may have not thought you were good at worship, but if you can breathe in and breathe out, the reality of the presence of God, then that is at the heart of worship and what we do every time we gather here. See, worship is equal parts what I need to say and what I need to hear from God. Worship is what I need to say. And and maybe you came, you're so ready. You've had such an awesome week. You were ready to declare God's goodness. You're mad that I've been talking for so long. I am interrupting your singing time. You've got hands to raise and feet to raise. You are ready to go, right? It is that. It is what I need to say. But I also want you to hear this because this is how we grow in our relationship with God. It's also what you need to hear about God, from God. It's what you need to hear from around you, other people aligning their hearts and lives together in the same moment. It's so important that you breathe in and breathe out in your worship, that both are equally important when having a heart for worship and a heart for God. And I'll be honest with you, there's some weekends that I come here and I just need to breathe in. I'm, not, I'm just not there to breathe out. I need to just go, God, I need to be reminded, I need to be reminded that you're good. I need to actually read these words instead of closing my eyes right now. I need to let these things stir in my heart. God, I need to soak this in, this truth of who you are. I need to hear maybe even more than I need to say right now. And then there's some Sundays where we come here, when I'm in the car by myself, or I'm going for a walk and all I can, all I can. All I want to do is just say, God, I see you. You're so good. I see it, God. I see it. It would be sin for me to contain my love for you. And so, God, I can't wait to say, I have to say who you are. But worship is always the breathing in and the breathing out, the rhythm of what I need to hear about God, the truth of God, and what I need to say to God about who he is. And this is actually, as I was studying and preparing for our time, they gave me a very small time. I mean, they're like, Jared, like, imagine you're, you're preaching to three-year-olds. I want it to be that small, not because you are, act like three-year-olds, but because I only have like 10 minutes. And so they're like, you have to really get this in because we have a lot of music to sing tonight. And so as I was studying and preparing for tonight and thinking about what I wanted to say, that idea of that rhythm of breathing in and breathing out, breathing in and breathing out, I began to read through the book of Psalms. Which I just found right in the middle of the Bible, and wouldn't you know it, God had this idea way before me. This is, in fact, his idea. And so what I want you to do is just get a small glimpse of this pattern, this rhythm of what I need to hear and what I need to say to God. So I'm going to ask you if you brought a Bible to open it. They gave me a couple minutes, so I'm going to open up God's word. So here's what I want you to do. Grab a Bible. If you don't have one, there should be one in the seat back in front of you or in the seat in front of you. In the blue Bibles, this is actually on page 416. We're going to look at a very small psalm. The book of Psalms is found pretty much right in the middle of the Bible. It is a collection of worship songs to God. It is a mega playlist of worship songs to God, a lot of them written by King David, that piece that Erica did at the beginning, which is so powerful, a lot of those about the life of David, the heart of David, a lot of these are written by King David himself, and this is one that really models this rhythm of breathing in and breathing out, what I need to hear and what I need to say to God. So I'm going to read from Psalm 100, and I want you just to listen and look for this rhythm at work in this passage, and then we're going to practice it together over the course of our time tonight and this week. This is what Psalm 100 verse 1 says. David starts by breathing out. He says, shout, which is like a breath, the loudest, biggest breath you can make. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. David says, just go all out. Don't hold back in declaring the truth of who God is. Come before him with joyful songs. And if you've ever wondered why we rock out here when we come together on the weekends, it's because the Bible tells us to. That there is a time for silence. There's a time for quiet. There's a time for reflection. There's a time to mourn and grieve. And there's also a time to bring a joyful song to God. And so we bring in, David says, you bring joyful. This is breathing out, breathing out. But look what happens in verse three. He breathes in, know that the Lord is God. All the other things that we treat like God, David says, no, the Lord is God. It is He who made us. And we are what? We are His. Now you just breathe that in for a second. You're His. You're His. You thought you disqualified yourself from that status years ago. You thought you had to earn your way into being his. David says, no, you already are. You're his. He made you. He loves you. You are his. We are, David says, his people and the sheep of his pasture. He uses this metaphor that God is like a shepherd. and This repeats all throughout the Bible, lovingly leading us towards life. David says, that's who God is. Breathe that in, breathe that in, breathe that in. Hear those words, you are his, you belong to him. And then David refuses to hold his breath any longer. Verse four, so enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. David says, praise God, thank God for who he is and what he does. And then David takes one more big breath. Verse five, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. There's no end to his love for you. It goes on and on and on, kind of like a song we sing around here. (laughs) His love endures forever. His faithfulness, that means God's faithfulness. He is a promise-keeping God. His faithfulness continues through all generations. It may not have happened in your timing, and how you want it, but David says no. The bigger picture is this is a God who is faithful beyond generations. So breathe that in. You're wondering when God's going to come through for you, if God's going to come through. Breathe in. He's faithful to you. He's faithful to you. His faithfulness goes on and on and on. See, this is the rhythm of worship. I breathe in and I breathe out. There are songs that I just need to have sung over me. And that's okay. I need to hear these words. I need to read these words. I need to stop and check, do I believe these words? And then there's times as my lungs and life is filled that I have to breathe out. I have to shout. I can't stop. And so I go all out and I offer God. I breathe out my worship. I say to him what needs to be said about who he is and what he's done. So tonight, what I want to encourage you to do is not one or the other. I want you to practice both. We've given you a lot of space and time. To practice both, breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in the reality of God's love for you. His presence here. His plan for you is perfect. Breathe that in. Read these words. Let them soak in. And then I want to encourage you to breathe out, to go all out, to take a step forward in offering praise to God. If you ever wondered why people are raising their hand, like, do so many people have a question when we're in worship? Like, what are people... (laughs) Doing, do you know what that is? It's kind of an old school thing. And what people are basically doing is it's testifying. It's testifying, saying, I'm in, I'm in, I believe it, I believe it, I believe it. And so if you've ever seen me or my wife, Jeannie, or in our team up front, I mean we are reaching saying, Count me in, count me in. I am believing this is true. I believe in my heart this is true. I'm gonna sing it with my lungs, but more than that, I'm gonna sing it out with my life. I believe this is true, and maybe so maybe for you tonight. A hand goes up. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You may want to take a selfie of you raising your hand. You know, it's a big deal. And I want to encourage you to not hold back. If you breathe in the reality of God's love for you and you see it and you say, yep, it's true, it's good. I may not maybe fully be able to say it, but I can see it, I hear, I believe it. And then would you take a step and say, I'm going to say, count me in. I'm one of those who believes in this God, that he is good, that this is true. I'm going to breathe in the richness of his love, and I'm going to breathe out my worship and praise to him. I'm going to tell God what he already knows about himself because I need to be reminded. I need to be reminded tonight, I bet you do too. So we're going to spend the next few moments doing just that. And we're actually going to do a practice of worship that we've made part of our weekly uh, practice and rhythm of worship here. It mirrors the same principle. We're going to give to God. We're going to receive an offering this time. That's you giving to God. Here's the same principle at work. I breathe in and see the goodness that God has provided for me in my life, that God has always taken care of me. He is faithful beyond generations. I see that in my life. And instead of holding my breath or holding on to my resources... I breathe out and I give back to God. I say, I trust you, God. I trust you. Count me in. Count me in, God. I'm going to give back to you because I know, I know that you are good and that you are faithful. And this is a small way for me to worship you. This is a thing for me to do that aligns my heart with who you are and what you've done for me. So we're going to receive our offering, but it's really about you giving and responding to God faithfully, knowing that everything you give goes so much further than just you. It extends the work that God is doing in and through this church, around the city, and quite literally around the world. And so I want to encourage you to give with a joyful heart, a grateful heart tonight. And what we're going to do as a team is we're going to sing over you a new song. The Bible talks a lot about new songs, that God gives us a new song in our heart. And for the first half of the song, we're going to sing it over you, and we just want you to practice breathing it in breathing in the truth of who God is that he is lord and what i love about this song is it comes from a collection of songs that pat and the team have been working on for the past year and in fact here's what's really fun insider information for those of you who came out tonight they're actually in the process of recording all of these and in about a month or so we're going to release our first worship album message church Woo! which is pretty awesome and this is one of those songs And this is one of those songs because we want to have the opportunity for you and there's so much great worship music because these are songs that God is literally writing in the trenches of this church. They're coming right out of your life and mine and God's putting word to song and our heart to his and this is just one of those and we want you to receive it and breathe it in and then when it's time to come and breathe it out and don't hold back. Go all out for God tonight. So let me pray for us and we'll receive our offering and continue in our worship together. God, thank you Thank you for your goodness, God. We could, it would be enough to just breathe it all in. We couldn't possibly do so. Our lungs and our lives are not big enough to contain the truth of who you are and your love for us, God. So thank you that you've afforded us the opportunity of eternity to continue to pour out our love and our praise and our gratitude to who you are. But God, for tonight, we pray that we would have a greater sense of who you are as we respond and give to you, as we receive from you the truth of who you are, as we sing to you and stand, and God, maybe raise our hands and move closer to you tonight. We pray that, God, your heart would eclipse ours and that we would be caught up in the reality of who you are and that because of that, God, we would live with and leave with a bigger picture of you and a bigger picture of us and this life that we could have with you. God, I thank you for this song. I thank you for these songs. I thank you for anything that draws us closer into your presence and makes us more aware of your love for us. So God, will you be glorified as we sing to you what you already know about yourself, but remind ourselves of. May you be glorified and praised in this place, almighty and good God. It's in your name that we give and sing, amen.